fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. I am so pumped to have Hattie Canyo with me today. Um, I am to that point in the season where can have away from the games. I need to do stuff that I enjoy. I'm bringing on all the people that I love to talk to. And Hattie is at the top of that list. I just love... Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm so good. Just had my fix of the mountains yesterday, so I'm kind of still on a high from it. It was pretty intense. So, yeah, I'm just I'm doing really good. So, we're going to I'm going to show some pictures of the mountains because the pictures are so good. They deserve they deserve some airtime. Oh. But I'm gonna, hell I yeah. want to I want to start with some breaking news. Okay. And I need your opinion on this because if people don't know you're an Ascend athlete and you are the gymnastics coach with Ascend. I that am. I just started doing one-on-one with them as well. So I'm their gymnastics coach and their one-on-one coach as well. You're jumping ahead into my notes again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, it was announced today what event eight or nine will be at the CrossFit Games. I know you were up in the mountains. It was announced the other night that Event seven was a 5K run. Event yep. nine is the Olympic weightlifting total. Ooh, I haven't seen so, that yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen. Um, so you can see the announcement on Instagram. Uh, that is the wrong one. That's that me. For la- <laughs> that's for later. Let's try this again uh, with the right Instagram. There we go. There's Mr. Froning. Olympic weightlifting total. Nice. If you you look at the post, and this was done with the 5K as well, they have the Venn diagram. Yeah. Where where the three circles intersect to make CrossFit. We have the monostructural as 5K. We have the weightlifting as the Olympic weightlifting total. And we have a blank piece of the Venn diagram that is gymnastics. So as a gymnastics specialist and a gymnastics coach, what would you want to see as the gymnastics test? Because I'm assuming this is a big assumption. So 5k is event seven total is event nine. My guess is gymnastics is event eight and together they make CrossFit. Mm Mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, handstands are your kind of fundamental of of, um, gymnastics. So, I mean, I would love to see a bunch of handstand walking with something else. But, I mean, I feel like it'll probably be more like some kind of muscle up 
the bar or the ring, maybe a little bit of both, but um, I don't know. I know one year they did like a bunch of handstand walk. I, I think it was like as far as they could go or something like that. That would be pretty cool. I just love handstand walking. So I remember one time me and Emily Rolf at a competition, we had a little competition. She of course made me go first cause she is amazing at it. And I was like, okay, let's do this. And so we had a competition to see who could handstand walk the furthest and yeah, she killed me, but I mean, it was, that was really fun. So I don't know. I don't know if he's going to go more uh, around like the fundamental route than maybe something handstandy. Um, but so something I say, still, what I don't want to see is 30 muscle ups for time. No, we've, we've done, we've done that enough times. Yeah. Like I hope, like, I love your idea of handstand walking and, and I don't even care if it's a combination of like handstand walks and muscle ups or handstand yeah. walks and maybe a uh, chest to bar to, to bar muscle up. So, you know, like a Ooh. progression. Yep. Like some kind of um, complex, like toes to bar into chest to bar into uh, bar muscle up or something. Yeah. But or make it actually a complex. Like on the rings. Yeah, a complex would be cool. I just feel like he's been talking a lot about like the fundamentals and like how you should have strict before you're kipping and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, it's kind of when he talks about stuff, then maybe that's when he's going to throw that kind of stuff in. So maybe it's even like strict ring muscle ups with something else as well, right? Like, I don't know. Um. So, wow, there's a lot of comments already. You are blowing it up. Um, let's, let's, so someone said freestanding handstands for time. Uh, someone says iron cross for time. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah, <work>. right. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Miller says a version of JT is my guess. Do I know what JT I is? I don't Should even I know, know what, what JT, JT is? is. I don't know. I'm not sure what uh, JT is either. Wad Zombie says Hattie has an infectious energy. She Thank does. You. <laughs> yes. Um, and Bruce says 30 muscle ups for time. That's what I don't want to see. Uh, yeah. We've done it enough times. Um, That's good for practice, right? Like we don't need to be throwing that in there. Make it a little more interesting. I feel like maybe it's 30 for time with like a twist or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, Brian Reinhardt says move strong body tempering misses you so much. Hurry and come back. Oh, I love you. I miss you too. So much. Uh, so yeah, I think that gets us caught up. Um, what if it was like 30 ring muscle ups for go. time? Every time you break, you have to do like a certain amount of handstand walk or something like a crazy handstand walk or something. That'd be kind of cool. 2159 so, uh, handstand pushups, ring dips, push Ring That's JT. Oh, okay. Okay. Gross. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah, that um I the handstand ring push-up thing was such a disaster the last time they tried it. I know. Unless they come up with like a legit standard that can be judged. Um, yeah. And the guys had to go up on the high rings. That would have been so sketchy. Yeah. 
Well, I just wanted to get your impressions on that, being a gymnast, a gymnastics expert yourself, um, and what you wanted to see in that. Because that this actually has me excited. Yeah, I love that they're kind of dissecting what CrossFit is into its its elements, and we're going to see each aspect by itself. Yeah, I do too. I think that's awesome. So, let's get back to you. Um, you. You're in your off season and everybody knows when you're, when you're trying to make the CrossFit games, your social life kind of takes a backseat for, for a minute. And you have a boyfriend named Jake. I do. (laughs) And you guys have been together quite a, quite a long time now. Yeah. We're in our sixth year. So what happens when your season ends? Is it like, find each other again, um, kind of rediscover what it is you have as a couple because you haven't been able to do that much throughout the season? I mean, through the season, it's actually the other way around because he's a firefighter right now. So it's actually, he's gone from me for the whole summer. So he's like, I have a coach. You've talked to him, Tristan and everything. He's obviously kind of a newer coach for me, but Jake's always been there as kind of, you know, like that safe person that I can go to. So even during the season, like he was always there for me. So I feel like we're able to build our relationship through that because it's hard. Like, I don't, I remember watching one of the old documentaries of Tia and Shane and it's just like, he was just like, sometimes it's hard because she talks to me like, you know, I'm her coach, but then she'll talk to me like her significant other. And we need to like figure out, the the you know the balance in that and I feel like that really does help your relationship grow so I feel like in that sense that has helped us um I mean this also helps us grow being apart from each other I do not like long distance and sometimes it's so hard so I'll call him crying and being like I don't want this anymore like come home right so but he he's just always got that calming energy and he's just like we can do this we've done it before you know, let's hop on a FaceTime. We'll talk like every day as long as you need it or whatever. Right. So, um, I feel like just all year round, we're always working on our relationship. That's gotta be hard. hard. Like, because like you, you, your season ends, right. And it didn't end the way you wanted it to. And you, you probably just want that comfort with your significant other. Yeah. And he's off fighting fires in Canada. And we know that is like a hellacious job right now. Yeah, it's crazy right now. He's been busy too. So it's been kind of hard for us to talk as much as we want. But yeah, I mean, he was even firefighting during semis, but I don't know. Thank the Lord for the freaking time off that he had because it was exactly aligned to semis. And last year he didn't get to come to my semis because of this. So Oh, it was just so amazing to have him there. And so, and what I find funny is you used to be the firefighter. Mm-hmm. So, so roles are completely flipped. Yeah. <laughs> so Chelsea, it's cool. who is, so Chelsea, who is Canadian, uh, wants to know which Providence he's, which province is he in right now? So he's in Alberta. Um, Some of the biggest fires going on in Canada right now are are in northern Alberta, and that's the 
So in, in Alberta, there's 10 districts, I believe. Um, and he's in the very north where they're the busiest with fires. That's where I used to firefight. And yeah, there was there was two really big ones. One of them, a whole town, a whole reservation got uh, burnt over. Um, the other one, this town had to get evacuated. Um, and he was on that one for a whole shift, just working hard. And yeah, this shift, he's just bumping around to different fires. Like yesterday he was at a fire today. He's like, now we're going to a new fire, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all over the place. So, but you've done the job. So you kind of understand the life he's living right now. A hundred percent. And I understand that there's busier years than others. Like last year was kind of a lull year. And then this year is crazy. And I had two of those in my uh, years of firefighting where they were just insane. And I got exports to BC, to the States. Our own district was crazy. And so I just, I do understand what it's like to just be working all the time. And cause you're not always working for, for our job. Um, we're initial attack. So what that is, is you're just a four man crew and you're pretty much just waiting for a fire to happen. You're sitting by your helicopter waiting for a fire to happen. But on these busy years, um, you, you, are out on fires more often. Um, so, yeah. So Chelsea follows up. Uh, I'm in Calgary and the North sucks right now. Had smoke here last week. Yeah, there's been a lot of smoke. Uh, I've been to Waterton, the national park that I was just at, and it's been pretty smoky there as well. The last couple, couple days. So with all that going on, you really do need to, kind of center yourself at times and when you do that is it is it the mountains that does that for you oh for sure mountains and just being with friends and yeah just I like picking up my hobbies again because you know when I was in Houston just training 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 that's all I was doing I was just a hermit um like I used to make jewelry and I just like stopped that for a while. And oh yeah, see like, oh, even just that picture. It just brings me joy. Look at that. Isn't that insane? Scott, I was almost crying. It doesn't, it doesn't even look up. real. I know. It's, it's my, like. My brother's insane and he does stuff like this for fun all the time. And me, I'm like, okay, once a year, let's just put me out of my comfort zone. And that's exactly what this hike did, but it was so worth it being at the top. I felt like I was on top of the world and there's a mountain just to the right. If you're looking at the photo to the right of that, um, I think it's Mount uh, Anderson and it it's high as you're going up you're looking up at it like you look around and you look up at it and you're like that thing is a beast but then we we went up to this is actually the highest mountain in Waterton National Park the one that we um, climbed so as soon as I got above that really big one I was like whoa now I'm the big one and looking down at that massive mountain it was crazy I love, I love the way you look at things that way, like with, with just pure excitement. And when, when you're, when I'm around you, like you just, it was so much fun getting to see you at semifinals. Cause we've talked before and to get to meet you and oh, see that energy you bring is just amazing. This is so breathtaking. Like I want this almost framed 
in you can my have it. it is so, <laughs> my gosh, it's so good. And I'm going to flip through some of the other pictures. And um, that's my bro. So that's your brother. So my brother is and actually it, the one who showed me fitness. I was going down a very dark path in life and I just, I'm so, so grateful for him. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm just so grateful for him because obviously like he pushes me out of my comfort zone, but he just like changed my life with fitness. And yeah, I just, I love adventuring with him and I'm just, I'm always grateful for him. So, <laughs> so is this like a one day hike? Uh, yeah, it took us like five and a half hours. Not so not a full day, but yeah, it took us about five and a half hours because we were motoring. Like my brother's a billy goat man. He it was me, my brother, and then his work friend, and me and the work friend, like it's a little bit out of both of our comfort zones, but we're just looking up like where did Drew go? And then you'll see him just like way above us and he's just waiting for us. <laughs> So what is it like to get to spend this kind of time with your brother who, who it's very obvious that you, you love to death? Yeah, it's amazing. Obviously I don't get to see him all the time. And, um, I mean, he's got a crazy work schedule sometimes too. He's a police officer. So, um, he does like two nights, two days. And I mean, during the summer, he tries to make it make it so he has lots of days off because he's just he's the biggest adventurer I I've known ever in my life and so he's obviously always going to the mountains but yeah it's just amazing I mean sometimes it's frustrating because he does stuff like this where I'm like dude I'm not mentally prepared for something like this but he just he's calm he calms me down we're able to get to the top and yeah it was just it's amazing this is just, just insane. Yeah, so this is a good panoramic. And then down there, there's three lakes in that little gully, right? Yeah, right there. Those are oh. line them. And then that's a big waterfall. Like, it looks tiny from here, obviously, but there's a big waterfall right there. And, yeah, it's just amazing. Is that, is that the waterfall? Uh, just down. No, from, so the lakes. And then you go down. Oh. Yeah, right there. Yeah. It all looks so tiny. I know. <laughs> Wow. Man. Yeah, it's insane. And that's all the hike going up is just so shaly, right? And that's the that's the route that we went up. And again, it looks so tiny, but ah, just being up there was insane. So stuff like that, like just get you centered and back to back to Hattie. Yeah, for sure. So today you're you're recharged, you're re-energized, getting some fitness oh, yeah. in, going to the gym. Yeah, I'm here at the gym now, getting ready to do another qualifier. So I'm doing uh, the Egypt, the L Fit. So I already did one of the workouts, and I'm doing the other one after this. One thing I just I what I admire about you so much is just your ability to pick up and go, like. <laughs> Like you, you bet you spent months in Houston, you're back in Canada, you, you go over to Bali, you're going to go to Egypt for a competition. Cause we know you're going to qualify cause you're awesome. Thank you. And Hopefully Dubai as well. <laughs> Dubai. There you go. It, is that what makes you happy? Like just traveling the world, seeing, seeing what the world has to offer. 
Yeah, it does for sure. Um, but it's not always easy. I know it kind of seems easy and like even on Instagram and stuff, I do try to show like the hard stuff. I, but I can't really complain cause I do have a really good life and I just try to live life, you know, and be happy. And Jake really helps with that. Cause he really is just a positive human being and he helps me all the time, but it's not always rainbows and sunshine. And I try to tell him that for me anyways, like for him, I swear everything is just rainbows, lollipops, sunshines, whatever, like all the happy things you can think of. But yeah, it's not always that easy. Like even going to Bali, it, it does take me about a month to settle in because I'm very routine oriented too. So traveling, that's kind of hard to do with being like that, right? So I need to settle myself in, even though I've been there four years in a row, I always need to have that month of kind of like settling myself in, finding my routine and then getting, you know, used to everything. But yeah, I do love it. <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Bali in a second. Um, and so I want to, I want to talk about coaching a little bit. You, you joined the Ascend athlete team earlier this year. You then became their one-on-one -on -one gymnastics coach. It was kind now... of reversed, actually. Oh. So I was actually their gymnastics coach first. And uh, Emily, when she was working with them, uh, she told me, hey, like, if you want, you could do our programming and stuff. And I was kind of in the middle of, like, not having a coach and Jake coaching me. So, yeah, a few months later, that's when I was like, you know what? Yeah, I will start doing the ascend programming and then Tristan and I kind of started talking and he started giving me programming. So. And then you, you ended up moving to Houston uh, to train and train with Tristan day in and day out and Kelly. Yeah. Um, was that the first time you had a coach other than Jake? Nope. I had a, um, I had a coach for a little while earlier in my career. Um, he's out of Calgary, um, OPT. So like OPEX, James Fitzgerald, it's his brother, Mike. Um, and he's amazing. He's so knowledgeable. Um, that was kind of when I was just getting into competing and then, yeah, I just, I quit that for a while. I just, I started doing, uh, like the programming at my gym for a while. And then I, my next coach was in Bali and then I had him for like over a year and then, uh, yeah. And then I moved to Tristan just cause I was working for them and I thought it would just be really nice to just kind of all conglomerate into one. So yeah, he's been like my third coach, I'd say. It's funny. Yes. You talk about OPT. I just was watching the documentary every second counts okay. where James Fitzgerald, uh, plays a major role in that it's the 2008 CrossFit games. Okay, I'm going to have to go look, watch that. Yeah, it's it's insane because the way it was set up was the workouts were all timed. Yeah. And and the way the leaderboard worked was your combined times of all the workouts was your score. Whoa, that's crazy. So, so if you won an event by three minutes, you got that three minutes on everybody else. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's... It's really interesting. Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, and I that is cool. Yeah, and it's did he it win one year, of, James? Uh, he did. I did he? He did. No, I feel like he did, but I could be wrong. 
Yeah. I don't think, actually, I don't think he did. I think he was always like in the top five. Okay. Um, but he actually su suffered a very big injury right before uh, 2008. And that's okay. kind of what's featured in this documentary. Him yeah. trying to overcome that injury to be able to compete and try to win. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, I'll watch that um, for sure. Uh, Chelsea Miller says, did you ever train with Heather Gillespie? I sure did. Yeah. So she was my first um, kind of coach and I looked up to her a lot um like because she's been to the games a couple times and yeah she owned the first gym that i had ever gone to so yeah i trained with them for yeah maybe two or three years that gym so so last time we talked we talked about you moving to houston why you did that uh to really make a push to the games this year um when did you decide you wanted to be a full one-on-one -on -one coach um, I mean, I kind of, even before I became their gymnastics coach, I was doing my own stuff on my own for probably two years, I think. So I've been, I've been a coach for a while. I've been a CrossFit coach for probably four of the six years that I've been competing. Um, like right after I went to that gym with Heather Gillespie, I went gung-ho. I was like, two a days, I'm training, I'm competitive. And then maybe a year into it or a year and a half into it, I got my L1 and I started coaching there. And then like the online stuff kind of happened before and during COVID. And that's when I really started my own business. Um, but then obviously with me becoming like a full-time athlete, I kind of pushed my business aside. And that's when I got the job with Ascend and it was just so much easier that way where I, like I just found that I didn't have any time to work on my business. It was just always programming, programming, right? So I couldn't ever really build my business. Um, so yeah, it's been a while since I've been doing the one-on-one. -on -one, so probably four or five years. Do you see yourself ever becoming an elite athlete coach? Um, I think like, that's what I wanted to work with at the beginning, but my first few clients ever were like just general pop. And it was, you know, my first client ever, he just wanted a coach in his pocket. And I mean, it was really cool. We, we got along really well and I've, I haven't really worked with like, well, some of my gymnastics, um, clients are pretty elite. So I don't know. I, it's just something that I don't really think of often just because I'm focused on my training more um, for the gymnastics side. I would say yes, for sure. Um, like I helped Amy Kringle a bit with her, with her ring muscle ups. And that was really fun to be able to work with her. Cause she's an elite athlete. She's gone to semis a couple times and um, she's amazing. So I think for the gymnastics side, for sure, the other side, I'm not sure if I would do that right now, maybe after my CrossFit career. I, knowing you and kind of hearing about what other people say about you, I see you as you're so good with people. <laughs> um, and I was going to save this for later in the show, but I just talked to Kelly Baker who made it to the CrossFit games, but it was, it was a really tough moment for her for about 20 minutes at the end of semifinals. Oh yeah. 
And in our exit interview, that this is going to appear in the documentary I'm working on. So this has never been seen before uh, by anybody but my eyes. Woo! Uh, we get a little so, peek. <laughs> so I'm going to play this for you. And she's talking about how you got her through that moment. And this is why, like, I see you as an amazing coach. And I just want to share that. It's about a minute, five seconds. Okay. So I will play that now. And our mics will mute during the video. When it's done, we'll unmute. Okay. Okay. And I was just sitting, like, in a squat on my start mat, just thinking, like, please, God, like, this can't be the way that the, that this ends. I can't, this, this isn't the end of the season. And Hattie came up to me. I don't know how they let her, but she ended up coming up over to my start mat and she like hugged me and she was like, no matter the outcome. Cause I was like, Hattie, this can't, this can't be the way it ends. And now that I look back, I'm like, what, why would I say that to her? You know, I was so such a selfish moment for me just being like, why, like, this can't be how my season ends knowing that she had already realized that hers ended. And she was, she's just so selfless. And she was like, no matter what, I'm so proud of you. And like, and then there was something about the way that she had said it that made me feel like it's, it's okay. No matter what happens, like it's, this is bigger than just me. And, and I was prepared that I wasn't making it. <laughs> I the intent wasn't to make you cry. <laughs> I know, but I'm crying. I've already cried once in this interview, so it's fine. Aww. But the key of that was yeah. that she's in one of the toughest moments in her career. You, you've already had a tough weekend. And with that, you still had the heart for her to go over and comfort her in that moment. And it helped and it got her through that moment. And she goes on to tell me that like she, she went through a swing where she, she didn't think she made it, but she was okay with it yeah. because of what you whispered in her ear. <laughs> well, it's something I'm learning for myself as well. Like um, Jacob uh, and her like, they were wearing these bracelets and Jacob and I made some bracelets before just saying like, I am confident and blah, blah, blah. And something that I learned over that weekend and I'm still learning is that I am enough. Like no matter what happens, I am enough. And that's actually what this bracelet says is I am enough. And so it just like reminds me all the time that like, Hey, no matter what happens, it doesn't matter if it's with, you know, making it to the games or my business isn't, where it wants to be or, you know, whatever it is, is that I need to remember that I'm enough. So like, I'm just, yeah, it's crazy that she said, I don't know how they let her over there. I stood there for like five minutes being like, should I run over there? I need to run over there. I don't know if I'm allowed to run over there. I'm looking around and finally I'm like, I don't even care. I'm running over there. And then, yeah, I just, I'm happy that I did because I just wanted to comfort her. I mean, we had been training so hard for how many months, right? And I was proud of her and I am proud of her no matter what, you know? And when you're a training partner, you go through so much together. Oh, yeah. And in, in those six months you train together, it's almost like you become a little family. Mm-hmm. 
hundred percent. We've cried together. We've, you know, bled together, sweat together, like just all of it, you know? And, and how many times do you have to lift each other up in training? I mean, I feel like by the end, it was a lot more than the beginning because the beginning we were just kind of getting used to how we, we work. And, but I mean, our, we talked about this on our last time talking together, but like we tried to just be super positive. And if we did have something negative, we're like, Kate, we have like a second to get something out. And then we're back to, you know, helping each other out or helping each other be positive in this situation. So, yeah. So when I, when I talked to you in Pasadena, you, you were coming off an event where you had kind of picked things up a little bit. And you told me that you really had to learn to just have fun again. Um, that, that part of what you think went wrong at the beginning was that you were putting too much pressure on yourself and not having fun with it. And you weren't being Hattie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm realizing that a lot more over the time goes by and it's, it's crazy because even afterwards I thought, I mean, Instagram is such a trap and it's such a crazy thing that I thought that I needed to tell the world like right away what I learned from semifinals or something weird like that. But I've honestly just been learning so much over these past like months and I think that that's okay. You know, you don't have to learn something right away. I'm learning that more and more. And the more I go to the mountains, the more that I've picked up, like my jewelry stuff lately is I'm finding, okay, I need to, I need to see that I'm not just an athlete. I'm also someone who loves to dance like crazy, like, and someone who writes poems, someone who makes jewelry, someone who's creative, you know? And I think that I kind of forgot all of that because all that we would do is go to the gym and then I would go home and be a hermit. And I didn't want to like really hang out with anybody. I think I went out once with Tristan and Jacob and Courtney, and we went out to like an escape room. And even after that escape room, cause that was closer to semis. I was like, why didn't I do this more? I needed to just get away from the gym, you know, and just, have fun and whatever it is. So, yeah. So I, I didn't mean to go down this path, but, but I'm going to now. Right. So if you go to your Instagram at the top and I'm not going to pull it up, I'm just going to read it. You describe yourself and I know this is social media. Okay. It says um, that you are a coach, an athlete, an adventurer and creative. So when I go through your Instagram and I know that this is not real life, I know you're a coach. I know you're an athlete and I know that you're an adventurer, mm -hmm. but I couldn't, but I actually asked myself this question. What is she <laughs> creative with? Like, what is the, and there's, there's no representation of your creativity on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I asked this question, did you lose that part of yourself in this journey or are the pressures of just being a sponsored athlete and all of that stuff, making it so that you the representation of you is the last thing on your mind with Instagram. Mm. 
Yeah. I mean, for me, I could pick out some things that are creative, like on some of the captions on my photos, I do like a little poem or whatever. And that's like me being creative or whatever. But yeah, I do think that I lost some of it because like I said, I would just go home and I'd be a hermit and I wouldn't do anything. And it's just like, no, I could have picked up my jewelry stuff again, like something that just keeps my mind, um, you know, in that creative space. But instead I would like, I don't know if it was more, I was just so tired after training that I didn't want to do anything or, you know, that I just, my mind was just focused on this one thing, but I'm hoping to bring in the next season of training. Like obviously I'm, obviously I'm in off season, so I'm training a little bit less. So I do have that time, but I even told my coach, I'm like, I want the time to go out to the mountains still and go out to, um, whatever, whatever it is, or have time to make my jewelry or whatever it is that I want to do. Um, so I do think that, yeah, I, I lost it a little bit. Um, yeah. Does that answer your question? I think so. And, and I think it's easy to do. Like I, I have a side of me that's very creative. I like to play music. I like to sing. I like to um, sketch. I like to do things like that. And that's the thing that always gets shoved to the side. Mm -hmm. You know, like work takes precedence and the podcast takes precedence and doing all this stuff. And my creative piece, like, I don't, I don't know if you can see like the guitar behind me, right? Yeah. That, I haven't plugged that in in six months. Yeah. Like, and that's just, that's something that I'm trying to remember to like, to keep doing. And you know what, now that we're talking about this, I even think that maybe it comes in stages and maybe I just need to be okay with that because like I was making these reels for a while and I guess you could kind of call that creative, right? Is like the way that I make the reels. It's just for me, I have such a hard time with technology and I don't, I mean, we talked about this last time where I'm so old school where I was like, I'd rather have a pen and paper than get on my phone or whatever. But that is being creative, I guess, you know, just in a different way. So maybe maybe I do need to kind of just look at it different. Um, but I feel like my being creative, I have like these certain things that I love to do. So that's that's kind of what I think about um, when being creative. But I don't know, maybe I just need to look at it different as well and and be OK with certain times of the season. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I wasn't trying to come up with an answer or solution to it all. I just was kind of diving into something I noticed because of, because of our conversation in Pasadena and that you were trying to find the real Hattie in that weekend so mm -hmm. that you could perform at your best. Um, and I've talked to a lot of athletes who get way too overly stressed and they don't perform their best when they're in that situation. Like you take Ariel Lowen, for instance, she tried to make the games from 2012 to 2018 and didn't make it right. Trying being a, a full-time athlete, trying to everything she could to do it retires, becomes a mom and then accidentally makes the games. Yeah. Because the pressure's <laughs> not there, right? And, and that's I what that's I feel like about last year. Stuff. Sorry. Yeah. And that's what I feel about last year is I didn't have that like as much pressure on myself because it was my first time 
going to semis and like I didn't really know what to expect and sure I still had some pressure on myself on those first on that first day I I messed up on a workout that I thought was going to be my workout and then I messaged my my mindset coach and he just put me in my place he was like you need to focus on what you can control that workout's done and gone like cry for cry about it for a second but then we're done we're moving on and now we're we're having fun and we're going back to what we were we can control right and I just I had the best rest of the weekend but this year I was just so stressed on myself the whole time and you know I I do think I know where some of that was coming. Obviously one of them is, you know, finding that Hattie again, but obviously there were a couple other things that I think I'm going to change for this next year in, in knowing that. Um, but yeah. So, so I'm ask one more question. Do you, when you're, when you're training with a Kelly Baker every day, and do you get the sense that you, that this was your like you felt you could make it this year, right? You felt yeah. like the fittest you've ever been. I think we talked about that. Did that in itself lend itself to be more pressure because hundred percent gotten your body to that spot? Yeah, but not my mind, and that's that's one of the things that I'm talking about when I say like, I know what I need to change. Like, yes, whether that's go train with her again, but I, my coach and I even talked about it where maybe we don't do the same thing every single day because we're just putting that much pressure on ourselves. And like, for me, maybe it worked for her really well, but for me, I, I don't need that every single day. I need a little bit of my own time, which is crazy to think about because I'm so dependent I'm not like very independent but when it comes to this training I think I need a I think I need a little bit more of like of just not being pressured by what this person's doing right sure we can still train together but just not be doing the same thing all the time um and I think that that's I think that's gonna be huge because the year before I just trained alone right and right. seemed to work as well so I think it's now just finding the balance of both. And you had this conversation with Tristan and he's very open to this idea. Oh, for sure. He thinks it too. So yeah. Well, that's it's just finding what your athlete. Sorry. It's awesome that you guys can have that conversation too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We had a whole breakdown about it. (laughs) So it was good. Um, So, so with that, you're you're coming back to Ascend next year. Like um, to Houston? Well, I didn't. You're going to stay with Tristan. Yes. <laughs> um, so I guess that begs the question, not to Houston next year? I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. If, if I don't, then I for sure will go there for a few weeks or maybe like a week here, a week there, you know, kind of thing. Um, I'll for sure go visit because I'm not not going there. Like I made so many friends and it was just so amazing to be there. And yeah, whether Kelly's going to be training or not, like I just I want to go there. And yeah, I'm sure she will be. I hope so. <laughs> 
so and then you're you're gonna you're gonna make another run at it and just do it in a different way, maybe smarter this year. For sure. Yeah. It's all about just, you know, figuring out what kind of athlete you are, figuring out how you work and you know, and every year is gonna be different, but I think I think I know a little bit more of what I need as an athlete and as a person in, you know, being a, being an athlete, but trying to juggle everything else. So yeah, just going to keep working hard and keep running for it. So with that, I'm going to move on to something more fun and (laughs) something I didn't know about, but man, what I love to do sometime is I would love to sign up for Hattie's Valley Fitness Retreat. Yes, come. <laughs> so, I'm so excited can you for explain it. to us what that is? Yeah, for sure. So I'm doing, um, I'm collaborating with the gym that I go to there, which is uh, one CrossFit Wonderlust. Well, it's called Wonderlust Fitness Village now. Um, Dave Driscoll owns the gym. He's pretty awesome. And yeah, he's, he puts on these retreats and then um, I'm just, I'm the host. So I'm just trying to get like as many people to come and just adventure and have fun. And we're going to climb a mountain, like a, a volcano, go surfing. There's yoga, you know, there's everything. You stay at a five-star resort on the beach, which is awesome. And then yeah, a lot of it is just, I'm going to put them through workouts. So right now I have two, two people signed up. I'm obviously hoping for some more, but I did tell the two girls that are signed up, like if it ends up just being us three, let's just party. Let's have so much fun. And, you know, I'm just trying to get my, my foot in the door with these retreats and just see how, you know, it all works. And then I just, I want to keep uh, piggybacking off of that. And I, I want to keep keep doing them obviously because they're just so much fun and I can, you know, share my love for travel and fitness and just all of it in one. So, yeah. Oh, I, the topics that look like it's up my alley are uh, relaxing by the pool. Yeah. That one's good. <laughs> the good food. And, oh, and there's the such good food there. Okay. That, that beach club is insane. It's, crazy it's right on the ocean and it's just overlooking the ocean there's like i think two two big pools one of them has these big beds in the pools so you can just lounge out on these cool beds someone brings you drinks you're just dancing there's a big dance uh floor and yeah it's gonna be pretty amazing and if i remember it like you don't even drink anymore but you still have a blast Yes. So I went a year and a half without drinking. And recently I've been having a couple drinks here and there. And, you know, I, I think I did it mainly because of what the topic was that we were talking about before is just kind of finding what I need to kind of let loose and whether that is going to be alcohol or not. I just, I now know that I can control it and I feel okay with just having one or two So I'm really proud of myself for that. At first, I was a little bit upset with myself for having a drink. But then I was like, you know what? No, you you just did something so hard and so amazing. And I'm so proud of myself for. Um, And yeah, now if I want to drink, cool, I can have a drink. If I don't, then I don't have to have a drink. So yeah, I went a year and a half without drinking. It was really cool. And 
yeah, I might have a couple with the girls for sure. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Well, if it wasn't so expensive to go to Madison for me this week, maybe would I would come? sign up. <laughs> okay, the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely, I'll keep my eye out because, man, I, I, with all this CrossFit stuff, I need to get away to like a beach somewhere uh, instead yeah. of just going to cover an event. All my vacations have been to Pasadena, Orlando, <laughs> Granite Your Kings. vacations are work. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I need to get to a, a five-star resort with good food. And, and I'll even hike a volcano for that. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So, <laughs> Keep your eyes out for the next one. So along with that, any other things coming up for you over the next year that you are, are excited about? Uh, I mean, the Egypt qualifier I'm excited about. Obviously, that's happening. I'm going to try out for Dubai um for travel wise just those things like we just love traveling obviously so i was like why not go and compete in these cool countries um but yeah nothing too crazy right now just getting in as much mountain time as i can before we go to bali so we leave september 2nd i'm going back to bali and yeah when where is i'm gonna sound stupid where is bali so it's right above Australia. It's like the Australian vacation hub. So that's where they all go for vacay. And it's in so how, Indonesia. How far of a how far of a trip is that to Dubai or to Egypt? So Egypt is going to be far. Um, Dubai, it's not too bad. I'm I'm not exactly sure like the exact hours, but Egypt is going to be pretty pretty far, and then. Um, Dubai isn't too bad. Like it's still going to be a hop, skip and a jump. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to go maybe like a week before just so we can kind of, you know, get ready for that. But yeah. Is Egypt a newer event? Um, I only heard about them last year, but that's like Brent Fikowski won it last year. Um, another girl and Antonia, she, I competed with her at Waterpalooza. She won it as well. Um, I feel like they've been doing it for a little bit, but it just hasn't gotten big until maybe, you know, the, those games athletes went and kind of put a name on it a little bit, but I'm not actually sure how long they've been doing it. So. Okay. And Dubai's been around for a good, good chunk of time now. Yeah. Very well established. Yeah. I feel like I saw something about Egypt, maybe this being like their ninth. I could be totally wrong, but I think, think that I read something like that, maybe ninth year or something like that. But so just to finish up, what does, what does training look like for you these days? I mean, at first it was like, I, I was out of the gym in an hour and that was crazy. Um, now it's about three hours of, you know, we're working on some strength. We're working on making those legs stronger. Um, and then a lot of EMOMs, uh, yeah. And a lot of accessories, which is great. I'm doing a little bit of physio too. I just had like some bad tendonitis in my, uh, in my elbows and they're starting to feel a lot better. So I've just been doing, you know, the work for that and yeah, obviously the qualifiers now. So things have kind of ramped up just a little bit for those qualifiers, but yeah, it's pretty chill. And, and my last question, there was, there was grip gate for a minute. 
where uh, they came out where the grips couldn't be longer than your longest finger. Yeah. And, it, and then they, they used a very poor picture for the after shot, which yeah. threw everybody off. Do you think there's something coming that that's the reason they're doing it this year and making an emphasis that you can't have a long grip? And do you think the longer grip even helps? I didn't even really think of that. Um, I mean, I'm not sure because I haven't used that long of grips. Like my grips do just go like right to right there. So, I mean, I'm sure a little bit longer for sure helps. Um, but like having it way longer, I don't really think that it helps. I haven't really tried it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't actually think of that. If that's like a reason they're coming out with something new, I don't even know what that would entail. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just now I, to trying to think about what that would be. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not good at gymnastics, so it didn't make any sense to me. I like, I get that they're trying to standardize things or whatever, but I just, I don't really get why they had to do that. But I mean, whatever it's their business, they can do what they want. <laughs> So I wanted to throw this up here. Uh, it is the ascendathletetraining.com uh, backslash gymnastics. Uh, it is Ascend Athlete Gymnastics with Coach Hattie Canio. If you're interested, here is the website. Uh, and there's some information there on pricing, uh, what it entails, all of that. And there's a little start now button if you are interested. See how it lights up and everything. Even if you want to jump on a call or anything, just slide into my DMs and we can chat. Because I, like I say that with everybody is maybe they don't know that they need a coach or want a coach. But I've had a couple girls message me and just send me a video of their ring muscle ups or something. And I'll just give them some feedback. And that's all they needed. Right. And I'm not here to just be like, no, you need to pay me every month. And we're working on this every month, you know, and maybe it just takes one little cue. So, and I love helping people that way. So just send me a video even, and I'll help you. And maybe we'll work together. Maybe we won't. Maybe that'll be all there is to it, but yeah. Uh, you heard it here first. She can fix your gymnastics in one video session. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, well, as always, Hattie, uh, it is a pleasure getting to chat with you. It's been amazing. Um, you you bring the coolest energy and vibe, and um, I I want more people to know who you are, and I can't wait till you break over that hurdle of the CrossFit Games, and I know it's going to be you. soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> With that, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being in the chat. We will catch everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast. <laughs> C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>